It's the Sound Guy Podcast. Sound Guy Podcast. With JJ. We're here with JJ today. I'm Cameron. I'm JJ. Hello. Hello. Hello, JJ. How are you? I'm living the dream. Oh, beautiful. So this is an episode I'm not even sure of. So we've been on a bit of a hiatus. Yeah. But we're hoping in all of season two to be doing more interviews. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and introducing you as a, I guess, essentially a cast member. Yeah, a regular. A regular, whatever, whatever yeah. You're going to be hearing the voice of JJ telling you the when we made fun of the nerdy guy. That's in me. The, that's, <laughs> that's, that's JJ. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's respectful nerdy, though. That's sure. like the most respectful sure. <laughs> nerdy. It can be boring, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Exa- and that, that that's what I... I want because I'm asking Dwayne questions. Yeah, give Dwayne a hard time real quick, and he's like, hey, "What is the what is the different things on the on the reverb or on the on the delay do?" Yeah, he's like, "I don't know. I just put the preset uh-huh. on and let mm-hmm. it ride." I'm like, "Okay, then no, no, that's good advice. That's good <laughs> advice. Now you know if you're a sound guy, you can make it work with just the stock whatever." comes on yeah. so you use the plug-in or whatever just it might twist be. the knobs if yeah, you just don't like what it, yeah. it does go <laughs> back the other yeah, way exactly <laughs> so you know uh that's a basic thing but you're gonna hear that much more from jj yeah. hopefully yeah what, it, whatever i can help with. yeah and um he's gonna be one of the people teaching our online classes uh for for our online classes <laughs> yeah yeah mostly live audio mostly live audio yep and and the the deeper diving of each individual like little subject. So sure, you know, yeah. you're gonna hear just about compression threshold for a, maybe a whole fucking episode. That's, that's a lot on just that. You know, <laughs> I, yeah, know we, I know. We I can know. go really. Yeah, into yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm sure that you could. You know, depending on the room, depending on this. You know, you want to. Well, yeah. Well, basically, anything I ever say is is going to be kind of a general idea. Nothing's ever going to be specific to, right. to your situation. Um, and I think too in the classes because I was wanting to do it and the breakdown of like how we would might do it in a one car garage, sure, and build that all the way up to where he works at the Performing Arts Center as the sound tech. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I guess now the question that I'm going to ask you. Let it brew for a second. Uh, will you tell us a bit about your sound background? Sure. Um, so, as as most starting sound, from a baby, yeah, <laughs> from a baby. <laughs> uh, I I did start rather young. I I was a musician in school, so uh, I played the trumpet and then the baritone, mostly br- brass instruments and Sweet. you know the jazz yeah, groups. Yeah, that's why that. I played a um, what is it called? Baritone tuba. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it was in it was in treble clef. Yeah. I, or, actually, I I played yeah. treble clef baritone as yeah, well. Okay. I marched that nice. in the marching band nice. and all okay. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I started with that, and uh, I I actually it's a long story, but through a punishment, I I I touched my first sound in lighting consoles. Okay. Uh, at the high school I was at, and uh, from that point I was hooked. Wow, uh, that's that's actually pretty cool that you, I mean. This sound stuff for me is just like only coming together because it all culminated to this point. Right. You know, it wasn't right. like a vision um, that I had to be doing any kind of like, I mean, maybe producing music, yeah. you know, but mm-hmm. never like 
really diving into just like the full science of everything. It, it, it was a complete 180 for me. I, you know, I wanted to be a musician and, and yeah. more than likely a music educator. Mm. Um, okay. But, uh, you know, as soon well, as I touched a console, it, it was a flip. It was all I cared about. That's great. I mean, you know, the you need more people like you when when you're creating like in high school when you're creating that band is someone yeah. who cares about a totally who's not in the band who cares about the whole other side of things yeah. how it's being recorded how it's being coming out of the speakers and all that kind yeah, of stuff the show itself mm-hmm, the show itself and um that's that's really important and I'm kind of just hoping in Charleston there's more you know each band has accessory people, right? And uh, and that's the sound guy. That's their producer. That's their band manager. And just like people who care about all the different types, yeah. Other than the music, you know. Right. And so I don't know. You know, that's, yeah. It's cool that that you just found the vision. So yeah, early. it was it you know purely by accident, yeah. but it, it was it was great. And uh, so from there, from there, uh, I was I was also on an indoor percussion line. We did. No, marching percussion. Okay. And uh, my instructor happened to know Dwayne. Oh. So that was my introduction to the studio world, and that's where I started okay. getting into the real world. Yeah. And what was your first sound job? My first sound job? Uh, paying gig? Yeah, paying, paying gig, or maybe even like where you first, where you shadowed someone. So I, I, from, from a, the time that I met Dwayne, I mm-hmm. shadowed him in the studio. Okay. And then uh, Wild Wings, where, where he was the house sound And what guy. year was that? Oh, my gosh. 05? 05? Something, okay. 05, 06, something like that. And, uh, yeah, so that's that's where I started watching engineers do what they do yeah. and, you know, put on a live performance. Uh, so from there, I started working. I, I got my first house gig at a place called Halligan's in West Ashley. Okay. And this but, is your own now. This is like your your you're the head. Yeah, I was. You know, we, we it was a we we ran front of house and monitors from okay. the same Allen and Heath like GL twenty eight hundred or something like that. Sweet. And uh, yeah, it, like a smaller version of Dwayne's studio one. Uh yeah, I mean I think it was a forty channel console with. Okay. I, I don't remember. It right, was a right. long time ago, but. You know, I had significant monitors on stage uh, and significant channel. How did you do, how did you teach yourself um, at that point? Uh, I made a lot of mistakes. Okay. You know, I, I learned you, the hard way. You know, so like for now we have YouTube. I, right. There's no, there's oh, no, there's yeah. almost like almost no room for a mistake. I know it's a beautiful, I, I can't teach your, change your career right yeah. now. Do yeah. it. Get on YouTube and be like, I want to be a fucking astronaut. Yeah. I bet you learn enough to <laughs> right, learn yeah. enough to be an astronaut in eight hours. In eight hours, right? Yeah, something real. Yeah, and that might be all the inspiration you need yeah. to change your life. It's 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 an incredible tool that I, I hope everyone is using these yes, days. Yes, especially. I mean, don't come to a gig if you know what the mixer is. If you know. You know what? This is leading right into one of the talking points that you wanted to make too. Right. So we can touch on that real quick. Is preparedness exactly? Um, and you know, do you want to just? Yeah. Um, you know, preparedness is is a rather general term uh, that that's going to include your education, uh, 
learning learning your audio principles, learning the gear you'll actually be using for the shows or, or whatever you're doing. Um, it, it, learn as much as you can. Read the manuals. Know what you're doing before you come into it. Um, there's going to be learning as you go, but at, at least have the basics in mind. Yeah, I mean, you, there's no way you can get the touch and feel right. by watching Yeah, yeah and you know, you're you're not going to be be hitting the EQs and compression the way somebody that's been doing it 20 years. Yes. Or, you know, you've yeah. got to learn I, that. I, I, and really, it took just until like the end of the summer that that I could even really tell the difference yeah. audibly you know i'm going and it took a lot of playing and what i like you know going back and being a sound guy also get on a daw i think oh, for, yeah. for me i was able to take whatever recordings i might have got and then played with them on my own exactly and that allowed me to hone the craft yeah that that's more. where you can really learn you know how to hear a compressor because during, how, you know because live at a show you're rocking and rolling. Exactly. You're yeah. Figuring, you know, you're figuring doors it are out. opening. Yeah. You've got to, you know, you may or may not have had a sound check. Yeah, exactly. There, there's no telling. You, you don't have time to play as much until yeah. you've got to finally mm-hmm. do a show. Mm-hmm. And, and then, you know, get, go ahead and, you know, if you're working on the X32 or any, really any mixer now has a USB out. Yeah. To, uh, well, to, uh, yeah, kind of. For yeah. the most, yeah, yeah, for the most part, you know, and, and you can pretty much record y- your session Right. And then go home and take it and play with it. And, yeah. And I think that just the preparedness for me, that was that was a big stepping stone of tying the two things together a bit, you know. It's a great way to learn a console yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so on the wing, which we're currently recording on, yeah. and the X32 that you, of course, heard us talk about a million yeah. times. Yeah, of course. The um, X32. The X32. Uh it has either a USB out or it has um, two SD cards or an SD card where you can record right to that and then mix on the console and just play it back, keep playing it back and, and live kind of mix it and kind of get like just just to play, just yeah. to play and learn the console that much more. Yeah. I think that's great. And again, that was another thing for me that was just able to where i could obsess over it and just constantly do it over and over and over and over and over and over yeah and the beauty a lot of a lot of the the audio systems now the aes and and the dante and everything like yeah. that you can you can record straight from the head amps on all of your channels to a to a hard drive and and play back every single channel that you had in the show so you can fine tune your show files you can work on you can do a live album yeah just yeah. straight off of the head amps, mm-hmm. and it's, it's, it's cool stuff. It, it's, man. It's, it's amazing. It's, it's all. It's also cool. Technology. Yeah, is it's the techno- coolest, Yeah, man. it sometimes it sucks. It's like especially when the Wi-Fi. It's the Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi. <laughs> never trust Wi-Fi. You never just. That's you know what I mean. <laughs> that's like where it's like it, technology is great up until where it disconnects from the actual. That's cords. right. You gotta have a but cable. I, I want. I I want to move past. We should have been way past cables. Things should just be floating. I don't know what. <laughs> I don't uh, until they have wireless power. I'm not worried about yeah, wireless. Yeah, right. Exactly. Else. Exactly. Um, and that's what I'm talking about. Some Tesla type <laughs> next <Yeah>. level. <laughs> um, but anyway, all right. So let's go back. So we went off on a little tangent. Yeah. I think that was fun though. That's just one thing that we're talking about. Sure. Might yeah. As well get it out real quick. So 
preparedness. Be prepared. Yeah, you know? in, in every way that you can. Uh, I, one thing I really like to stress in preparedness is communication. And I'm um, assuming if you're listening to us, too, right now, if you made it to this episode... You probably into it a bit, so yeah, I sure. tr- I trust I trust that you're into it a bit, um, and you probably are prepared. So, yeah, you know, and this is this is for this is for whoever. Yeah, exactly. But um, anyway, yeah. So, so your I, history. I, I wanted to sorry. I wanted to stress uh, in the preparedness. I wanted to stress communication. Oh, okay. Whether you're with the venue or with the mm-hmm. band, um, communicating back and forth, making sure all of the expectations are set and clear. Um, and making sure everybody has accurate and updated info is incredibly important to making everything run smoothly. And we're going to go back to his sound history, which you can tell this is who you probably want uh, doing your sound, someone who's um, wanting to communicate with you. So, uh, yeah, do that. Yeah, uh, so uh, I did who knows how many years of Halligans, and then uh, I moved to the dive with Dwayne and... uh, Sweet. Oh yeah. And, okay. And yep. and the other engineer, mm-hmm. Gordo. Um, uh, yeah. That that went through its process. I was there for a while, and uh, that's the time that I started getting into more union stagehand work, mm-hmm. and more specifically, I started doing uh, high steel rigging for for probably ten years. Um, who would you say trained you most in your <coughs> in your uh? Infant years <laughs> uh, yeah. of being a sound. So engineer. I have to give Dwayne a whole lot of credit, but okay. uh, but I like to get on him a bit. I learned a lot of stuff that I do like to do, mm-hmm. and a whole lot of stuff that I don't like to do right. from him. You know, well, I think that's with any yeah anybody. You of course, kind of, work, yeah. of course, yeah. I j- I just like no, but he's, yeah. <laughs> so obviously he's the one that like you were able to bounce ideas off of. Yeah, so and yeah, yeah, ask and, questions. And I learned most of of what I learned in the throes of of a show or yeah. you know, recording an yeah, album. Yeah, I mean my you know? first night at Tin I, Roof, I didn't yeah. even know where the 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 bo- the, the sta- snake was on the yeah. stage. I just was like, I don't even know where to plug Let's in get right thrown now. Into it. Um, but so yes, that yeah. totally learning on on uh on location. Yeah, yeah. And you know, moment. I I started wrapping cables and <laughs> And doing the menial tasks that nobody really likes to do, uh, and that so you know right now we're training. You know we have kind of our own companies that we kind of work for, and we do private gigs and stuff like yeah. that. So training our own people to kind of work with us, and I, that's just what you have to start with. You have yeah. to start with basic, the basic cable wrapping, it, it, because I mean it doesn't even basics. matter. Yeah, it doesn't even matter if you can't do that. Then why are we we're, we're not talking about EQ? Yeah, I can't well, trust I can't, you to I run a stage yeah, if yeah, you can't wrap a cable. Right, exactly. Yeah. I just at least clean up nicely. Exactly. You know, if the whole show went to shit, at least I want everything to be put back, and you know how to break it, it down. Even or, during the show, a clean stage is yes, a happy stage, yes, man. Yes. Run your cables neatly. Mm-hmm. You know, take some pride in your work. So true. Yeah, it's it's, it's true. the little stuff, man. And you know, in in you. I remember not having necessarily a vision for it um, over the summer. I definitely just worked on having a cleaner stage and how to, you know, how to make it all make more sense. Um, So, you know, that comes with time, too. So don't even, like, beat yourself up, you know, necessarily. If someone's like, yeah, that's kind of messy. You know what I mean? Just try to work. Wrapping cable, doing an over-under is a skill set. Yeah. Um. So... And give yourself time with that. I mean, that took me at least 
one week of playing a, with a it and then, give, and then giving up yeah. on it for a long time and then coming back six months later and being like, I can do this because yeah. it's been brewing in my head this yeah. whole time for six months. I'm just like, I can, I know I can wrap this board. <laughs> Why wouldn't I be able to do this thing? And then I, so six months later, picked it up and was like, uh, yeah. okay, just for you. you just gotta make it do. So anyway, anyway. It helps with troubleshooting too. Yes, if, if you're clean, then mm-hmm. then you know exactly where to yeah. look. And I mean, I try to have, you know what I mean. When I set up everything from scratch, I'm trying to do the same order every single time, so I never have to be like, "Did I do that thing?" I'd be like, "I obviously had to do that thing because yeah. I'm on this project now." Yeah, exactly. And if I didn't, I'm gonna be fucking mad at myself. Yeah, man. <laughs> that, that's why communication is important because those yeah. those last minute additions mm-hmm. is where everything goes yes, wrong. It's so true. <laughs> I, and uh, one like random thing that just happened: the Wi-Fi wasn't working, mm-hmm. and the only thing I had to do was switch, go to the settings, and switch it to another Wi-Fi, and then switch it back. Oh yeah, and that's I just it was just like a general reset that yeah, it needed. You just gotta turn it off and, and turn like, it on again. And I'm like, guys, you, you got to troubleshoot, and, you know? And they're like, yes. So and it's like when. Uh, what people trust is a little bit of experience yeah. when things go wrong. You know, yeah. I think everything else is, which is ultimately preparedness. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I've had a lot of things go wrong too. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. So I've learned over my time that, mm-hmm. you know, this is going to happen. Yeah. I was happy to be thrown into the tin roof, like, and just like shows every night of the week. You that, know? That, yeah. That's yeah. And yeah. just say we, we got, I got over everything pretty quickly. Yeah. You have all the problems. Yeah. And, yeah. Somebody didn't bring this. Somebody brought this. I don't have enough di. You know, whatever the case might be, yeah. you got to figure figure out how to make the show yeah, happen. Man. Still, that's the fun part of it. It is the fun part of it. That's... I I kind of like the pressure. The pressure is it's like when I cooked. You know, you feel it's like adrenaline the yeah. whole time. People are yelling at you. Shit, you getting you're just getting your shit kicked yeah, in. Man. And and I, and I like that in the live setting too. It's like. This band's trusting me with their like whole career. Well, not only is the band trusting you, but all of those however many people in the crowd. Oh, are right, trusting yeah, you yeah. Too. Well, let's care about the crowd. Yeah, too, well, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're concerned. Yeah, yeah, music. whatever. No, it's about what I'm hearing and what the band's hearing. That's here. right. <laughs> Y'all sound good. <laughs> yeah, it's it's second row didn't care so much. No, you know. There comes a point. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> true. It is true. Some places in the room just don't sound good, no matter and, what. Really. Yeah, and that's you know the you got to deal with what mm-hmm. you got to deal with. Yeah. So you just make the best of everything. Uh, I work in a lot of the smaller venues, and usually a lot of stuff didn't even like matter in that such a tight situation. It's like kind yeah. of you know just everything's like, so loud. Everything's it's so just loud. Banging and, around. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I miss a lot of those. Yeah, it's venues, it's man. it's it's definitely fun, um, but like doing the bigger stages and like your own, every bit of sound from the band is coming from the speakers. This is like a totally different kind of. It, yeah, it'll blow your mind. Yeah, yeah, it, it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, because it's like such a different science at that point. Uh, I mean, the not, basics not, are all yeah, the same. The basic, so, basically, yeah, exactly. So don't be intimidated yes. by by anything like that. It's, yes. There's obvious system mm-hmm. system management that you have to learn, and there's there's you know obviously different techniques that you'll need throughout the process. Yeah. But you you know 
if you're if you're playing a big room like that, you've got some pretty cool toys to play with. Yeah, and you probably earned your spot. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, of course yeah, they yeah, have. Yeah. You know, and oh yeah, well, I guess going back to your background, um, I don't know how many steps we're skipping right this second, but to where you're currently at. Yeah, uh, not too many actually, uh, because of of my union position. In yeah, the facility, oh right, right. Yeah, uh, okay. I, I started, you know, taking over more of the audio gigs, just out of necessity, and uh, due to some some unfortunate circumstances, I uh, I got a full time full time gig with the facility, mm-hmm. uh, and I've been there for the past seven or eight years now. Sweet. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. We're a, a mid sized arena and theater. Uh, mostly road shows, so I, I really don't get to mix as much as I used to. Sorry, <laughs> um, I don't get to mix as much as I used to, and oh, okay, and that's one of the the kind of bummer parts about this. But you know, yeah, I've got the family take to it, feed. Yeah, so it's it's a gig, but uh, it's cool to see what all of these guys are bringing through. And mm-hmm. you know, when I do get to, you know, I'll have to mix an opener or whatever it is. I get You're doing more like stuff. general production. Yeah, general production. Uh, I, I maintain the facility. Yeah. We, we do. Well, I say I do sound and lights, but we do obviously a lot more than that. Yeah. With, uh, Just general management, kind of. Yeah. Uh, on top of the actual mm-hmm. event production. Yeah. Um, you know, in in a week or so, I'll be mixing an orchestra. We've we've got a rehearsal one day and then a show oh. the next day. So you know, I I get to play with some shows, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just have to facilitate most of the time. Which can also be fun. It is. It's cool. Yeah. And, you know, I... Well, Someone has to do it. Yeah. And, and you know, most of these guys like on the road, the they're important. really good at what they do. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them are, are nice guys that, you know, like enjoy what they do. So it's it, it's a win-win situation. I get to see all the coolest shows that come through and in some way help facilitate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fun all the way around. It, yeah, it's the best job in the world, man. Yeah, we we've got we've got it lucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this summer, totally career changing. You know, feeling feeling good. I'm proud yeah. of you, man. Yeah, you're, you're making they, a name for yeah, yourself. Yeah, I'm, try, I'm trying to. Yeah, you're trying killing to, it. Trying to do the thing, man. The and you know, hopefully, this the 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 online classes and stuff like that. You know, just like a way for all of us to dive into whatever type of stuff again and we'll learn some stuff yeah yeah um yeah yeah, i guess that kind of opened up i mean just one thing that you always mentioned to me and we're getting close to around the end yeah um is the dante you always mention dante and um dante is awesome and what and kind of like what that is. What is that, and why do you think everyone should probably, if you're in the sound, be learning that program? Yeah, of course. Dante is an uh, primarily audio over IP. However, they've they've started doing comms for the shows as mm-hmm. well as video can be run over Dante now. Wow. Um, and it, it's really cool. You can go online to audinate.com and which and is get, well. Uh, no, go ahead. no, no. I was just gonna say, which is how everything connects. They, it all connects to each other. Yeah, everything's over Cat Five. Um, um so you don't have to run all of those copper snakes. So crazy. It's it's just a couple of Cat Five cables now. I'm so crazy. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Um, and and you could like run a switcher and all the 
just whatever you could dream of all in the same kind of programs and yeah they all talk to each other they all see each other automatically and huh. if you know go to the website and get at least their their level one certification yeah. and they they teach you everything you need to know sweet it's fantastic beautiful yeah it's you know similar to aes uh, mm-hmm. i don't use aes as much but it's it's similar in nature mm-hmm. um and you know that's one of the steps way above one of the reasons I don't like the X thirty two as much yeah. is the patching situation. You you're you're really free and clear to patch yeah. with Dante. Um I mean and it feels like with the wing they got a little bit closer, but even still No, the the wing is, is it's it's an AES platform, so mm-hmm. it's really just the same. Yeah. It, it, it's it's awesome. And I think these are Dante upgrade. Mm-hmm. You can get a, a Dante card for these things too. So Yeah, I think we mentioned that not on an episode but yeah. to just talk yeah about and you know i the i these are i like the wing you can use the uh the x32 racks mm-hmm. as a snake for them you know, what as long as um, actually what mixer is at the pack center uh so we have a pair of cl5s right now okay and then in the closet just in case somebody wants to go analog we've got a an old yamaha pm5d and that's what one time that's what so what what is in there right now Right now we're running the CL5s, okay. two of those, and those those are Yamahas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a step down from the big boy consoles that they've oh, okay. got, the, the Ravage and, and the PMs and all of those. Sweet. Yeah, nice. it's it's a great console. They're they're Dante mm-hmm. uh, stock. The stock they came Dante. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, they've got. So that's the why console. you get those. Yeah, exactly. That's why yeah. you get those. Yeah, okay. well, and, you okay. know, I guess more importantly, that's why I originally learned Dante. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, there's there's all sorts of capabilities, and you know, at least in the performing arts center, we've got most of the building run Dante, so that we can we can do whatever type of event or or need that the artist has. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess last question I have for you. If you couldn't have the Yamaha, what would you want? Just give me a console. I'll do what I can. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not picky super picky. On... Um, I I love the Digico stuff. Mm-hmm. I love the old Pro Twos. Uh, yeah, it really doesn't matter. Just give me a console. <laughs> You're gonna have fun with it. Exactly. Yeah. It, they're all basically the same. Yeah. And, and as long as you know your your audio principles, mm-hmm. you know what you're doing. Right. Um, sweet. Okay. Thanks well, for having me, man. Yeah, man, that was great. This um, is gonna be a fun ride. Yeah, it is. I'm I'm excited for the I'm excited for the video side yeah. of stuff. Yeah, we got a uh, lot of work to do. Um, yeah. So, all right. Well, that's wrapping up for episode blah 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 blah. Be safe. All right. Be safe. Bye. Bye. The Sound Guy Podcast. Sound Guy Podcast. <laughs>